0: Yeah, come on. You guys had a great weekend, eh? Come on. That sounds like tired energy. Beautiful. (laughs) Hey, it's great to see you all this morning. We've come off a great weekend and uh, we've had a great time at conference this last weekend. Hey, if you're in the room and you were part of the voluntary team that made conference happen, can I start today by saying thank you so much to you? You did an absolutely tremendous job of welcoming people, making people feel at home, serving people. It really was, it was wonderful. So thank you so much. It wouldn't have happened without you. Uh, you, you, You were awesome. Amazing. Well, a very warm welcome to you. And uh, if you're with us for the first or second time, especially warm welcome to you. And um, can I encourage you, actually, if you're, if you're a guest first or second time here, there's a table down the back and there'll be a team down there after the meeting. Can I encourage you to say hello to them? And um, they'll give you a bag with some information on the church, etc. who we are, where we're going. And if there's any way at all we can help you in your journey, we'd love to do that. So just have a chat with them and um you'll find them to be a great helpful bunch of people there That'd be good have we um got any birthdays or wedding anniversaries amongst us today josh yeah josh birthday fantastic brilliant we need a chocolate up here for josh please yeah am i allowed to say that you were 30 that's okay, eh? Yeah, happy 30th. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Actually, do you want to run that to him? Thank you. Wonderful. Any other birthdays or wedding anniversaries? Birthdays down the back, cool. Birthday here. Okay, keep your hands up. Keep waving. Keep waving. Great. Right. Thank you, Sarah. So we've got some birthdays down here and down the back. Yeah, happy birthday, right down the back. Yeah, keep your hand up, they are come in your direction, that's awesome. Keep going, keep walking, keep with that's it. Wedding, any wedding anniversaries? Is that wedding anniversary? Wedding anniversary, fantastic. Congrats guys, how many years have you been married? 18 years, well done, that's awesome. Brilliant. Well, it is great this morning to have Pastor Jacinda Goodsu with us all the way from Omaru. Yeah. I asked at the last meeting if everyone knew where Omaru was. How many of you know where Omaru is? If you're online, you know where Omaru is? Not that many of us. Man, this is a case of don't leave home till you've seen the country, yeah? Oamaru's down south, east coast. Beautiful spot. Should visit sometime. Amazing, amazing. Hey, if you're online with us this morning, very warm welcome to you. Great to have you there. And uh, we're looking forward to this morning. It's going to be great. Shortly, we're going to be linking with North Campus and Tuakau today, which will be great. And um, we're going to have a wonderful time. Can I invite you to stand? And let's get really intentional this morning, right from the start, eh? Let's turn our attention to Jesus. We're not, we're not here to warm seats today. Uh, we're not just trying to fill in a little bit of time. Actually, some of you aren't even here, are you? Yes. You're welcome, it's all right. Someone's probably doing rude gestures at me off the couch. Anyway, I got distracted. Let's turn our attention to Jesus. Oh, Lord, we honour you this morning. What an incredible privilege it is to come together and lift up the name of Jesus. You're worthy of all our praise all honour, all glory. In fact, what you're worthy of, we can't even start to express. All I know is this, Lord, while we're on duty, we don't want the rocks to cry out. We want to give you our best, our absolute best. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are here. You're here and you're here wherever we are. You're here. And so we welcome you with wide open arms in anticipation that you will speak to us today that you will adjust us that you will propel us that you will maybe even restrain us depending on what you've got for us this season this week my prayer is that as we engage with you we'll hear your voice we'll be obedient to what you're saying and we would be willing willing disciples today In Jesus' name, I give you thanks. We lift you up. Amen. Thanks, team. Good
1: morning. We're excited to be sharing Victory, the song Victory with you this morning. You would have heard it. It was released the other midnight and we are so excited. It's a song from the house, for the house. Words in season that God has put on our heart for this season, for this time. And so we just wanna welcome you this morning to sing it and declare it, victory. We have the victory. We are victorious. Thank you, Jesus.
2: You are calling me into your open arms. God, I choose to walk with with all my heart, mortal oh, trials may come. Let Your will be done. You already won. Yeah. So with everything, my heart will sing. That You are King, Jesus, Jesus, Savior, Healer. There is no one like You. You are. Victory. You have won the victory. In the quiet, in the storm, I'm not alone. Never alone. No matter what I face, I'm saved by grace come, let your will be done, you've already won. So with everything, my heart will sing that you are king. King. Sing that you are king. Although trials, For trials may come, let your will be done. you already. do
3: enemy comes to steal, rob and destroy. Jesus, You turn it all around. You bring life, You bring hope, You bring joy. Thank You, Jesus.
1: Thank You, Jesus. We see You. We see You turn it around. We see You turn it all around, Father God. We see it. We see it by faith. By faith we believe it. By faith we see it, Father God. We can see you turning things around. Grab what it is that you need turned around. Watch him. Watch him turn it around. Thank you Jesus.
3: You take what the enemy makes.
1: You're victorious What you say goes What you say goes Thank you Jesus Thank you Jesus Thank you Jesus
0: Hey Hey Jonah Come with me for a minute mate I want you to come and sit on Dad's knee and I want you to grab the sticks. Josh, can you kind of just. I don't know. I don't even know if you can do it, but. I just want to do the chorus of that song again. Oh, there's, there's. There's something really prophetic there. Just do the chorus again. Come on, cheer Jonah on. There's something really really I'm right
2: gonna there. see a victory I'm gonna see a victory for the
0: There's a call, I'll say this for mum and dad too, there's a call on Jonah's life to lead worship in the house of God, and um, we've really got to protect that and promote that, let them get a feel of it when they're really little, and um, all the days of his life, I believe, all the days of his life, serving in the house of God, yeah? Pretty cool, Jonah. Pretty cool, mate. Pretty cool. Fantastic. I've really mucked things up. Sorry, and it's, it's online as well. So, like, we're meant to be joining with the other campuses, and I don't even know what time it is now. So, Hey. one. More. Oh, we'll do that. We'll do another song. Let's do another. Otherwise, we'll they'll miss out. We can't have that. So, yeah, let's do one more song. That'd be great. Thank you.
3: can do. Oh, God of wonders, your power has no end.
0: Struck over the weekend by Revelation 4 chapter 1, and which was our theme. And I just love the fact that John is he's writing the letter, but he's 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 penning the words of God, and it's all red letter. And the invitation from Jesus to him was ascend, In other words, come into my presence. And then it says, and immediately, instantly. He was there. And and the thing that struck me most about all that is where he was. And he's at the throne room of God. He's at the throne room. Jesus is on the throne. And he starts to describe it. And he describes these, these gemstones and the crystal-looking sea and this majestic emerald glaze, emerald. It had me an emerald. It's green, in case you're wondering. Had me an emerald this emerald and just the majesty and the living creatures and the elders and they're all falling on their face before Jesus just saying holy, holy, holy worthy is our God and I love the fact that when He got in heaven there wasn't a bunch of people sitting in rows with suits with their hymn books out I'm not decrying that, but just hear what I'm saying. It's just this absolutely free, exuberant, big, over the top, noisy, almost chaotic atmosphere because the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords is worthy of all our praise, all our energy, all our offering. Can we sing "Woo"? I think it's the most appropriate word. And we know that you dwell in the praises of your people. So I know you're in this room. I know you want to speak to us. And I thank you for that. Hey, welcome North Campus and Tuaco. Great to all be together this morning. And uh, we have Pastor Jacinda Goodsir with us today from Omaru, as I said. And uh, I, I feel incredibly privileged. When we were, um, Jen and I, we're pretty diligent when we're trying to work out you know, where we're going and, and what's going to happen. And, and Jacinda came highly recommended to us as a rising prophet in the nation. And so we've really embraced her this weekend in that capacity. Well, just embraced her. she's a lovely lady. Her and her, I haven't met Damien, but sounds like a great guy. And we've loved getting to know her. And, uh, they lead a wonderful church in Omaru. we've really embraced her uh, in the call on her life as a prophet. And so I really want to encourage you this morning, not just to listen for the words, but to listen to what's God saying in this for me. What's God saying in this for us? Because over the years I've learned, you've heard me say it before, that, that when you're listening to a prophet, it's not when they say, thus saith the Lord so often. It's in the middle of a conversation you suddenly hear or when they're saying something you suddenly hear the voice of God go this for you right now and, and I want you to capture it. I want you to hear what God's saying. I don't want you to miss anything today. And so whether you're in this building whether you're at North Campus or Tuaco I really want you to get what God's saying. And so I just encourage us to open our hearts. Open our minds our spirits. Lord unblock every unplug every spiritual ear in Jesus' Name. So that we can hear what you're saying to your church this morning. In Jesus' Name. How about we give Jacinda a massive big welcome as she comes. Wherever you are, do the same. North Campus a Code. Give Jacinda a great big hand, please.
4: Awesome. A oh, good morning, 10 o'clock. Activate. Church. North Campus. Kia ora. Tuakau. Yeah? Hello. I hope you are getting making some noise there. Yeah. It's awesome to be here this morning. It's awesome to be there this morning. It's awesome to be there this morning. And um, I just really believe that God's going to shift us this morning. Amen? Listen, raise your hand if you're at Extend conference over the weekend. You were here. um, You journeyed with us. Listen, this is a a prophetic invitation that's not just happening to um, us in Hamilton, but it's to the body of Christ in our nation right now. That God is inviting us to go up the mountain, to come higher than we've ever been before. He's actually asking the body of Christ to grow up in this hour. He's asking us, would we uh, take time to ascend into his presence? Why? So you can feel good? Mm-mm. It's so that you can bring back strategy, solution, clarity of vision, and be a voice of hope in this day. Come on, the people are around us in our spheres of influence, they need to have clarity in this time. They need to be encouraged in this time. And they need someone to be able to ascend, to be able to see clearly. Come on, we, you and I, we're seated in heavenly realms. We're already there. We just got to choose to open our eyes and our hearts. And so um, as I was preparing this word, I really felt that, you know, we get to see when we go higher, we get to ascend, and we know that mountain is the place of vision, clarity, where we have eyes like an eagle in this hour. And that's great. But we also know that when we see, what we see and how we see affects what we say. Come on. The word that comes out of our mouth is powerful and creative. It can cause destinies to be formed. It can save lives. It can call out the gold. You and I are called to be people who we see. When we see someone, we see the gold on the inside. And then we speak to their potential, to the God destiny, to the hope of who they are, and we speak it out. We call it out of them. I know that going from this room today and even that th- there's going to be people who come into your path, who God has divinely connected, that you have an appointment with them that you don't know about, but God knows He's going to set you up. You're going to walk across their path and you're going to have an appointment here. But God knows He wants to interrupt you and give you an appointment here so that somebody can have an appointment with Him. Come on, is there anyone who will allow God to mess up their agenda? God, Jesus was always going to an appointment when someone had an appointment with him. Come on, tonight, so today, my message is called Words Create Worlds. Word, your word, and my word can create a world. We have a gift, our tongue is a weapon. Our tongue is a weapon, and we have to learn how to use it. The Bible tells us in Genesis In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Come on, He was the Word, He is the Word. We have the Word, the great book, but we also have the Word who lives on the inside of us. And, and He wants us to co-labor with Him by opening our mouth, but with eyes like an eagle and a roar like a lion, that there would be a convergence between what we see and how we see and what we say and what we speak. I think God is unctioning us to become intentional with our words in this hour. Because there is so many negative words around us at earth's level. Come on, anybody on Facebook? Anybody? Twitter, come on. Those social media platforms. Oh, goodness me. Six o'clock news. We need to be a contrary voice. Will you go up higher that you would seek with clarity and with hope and with vision that someone in your world, if not you, would be able to receive clarity and vision? Words create worlds. Tell somebody beside you, your words are going to create a world come on we've got to be creative with our words we've got to be positive we've got to be powerful with our words now um there's been a convergence i'm just going to do um one oh one Hebrew for just three minutes okay so 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 stay with me stay with me north Campus okay um this has been um, an interesting season that we are in in twenty twenty every person who has slightly prophetic thought they were hearing from God when they said 2020 is the, the um, decade to see. Come on, perfect vision, right? Someone said it on this platform, I know it. You told someone in your home group thinking you were the first to hear it. And, and that is true. In fact, that's why we're, you know, I believe we're tapping into like ascend. Come on, we're, we're saying we need to see. Boy, do we need to see, man. There's been an enemies throwing some fog at us, Right? So we do need to see. That's so true. This decade, we need to be able to see. But actually, there's been a convergence between the Gregarian calendar, which is our calendar, 2020, and the Hebrew calendar. And their calendar has also flipped into a new decade, just like us. And they've gone into the year 5780. Now that's, that's gone over someone's head, but let me just say 80. Say 80 right now. This is what we're talking about. They are in the 80 decade. Now, the Hebrew, they have an alphabet. It's not like ours. It's a little bit better because their letters are pictures. And you know what they say about pictures? A picture paints a thousand words. There's so much layer upon layer and symbolism in their pictures. So there's a picture for the decade of 80. And that is the, it's the letter pay. It's called pay. Now that letter, is the picture. And they say, they call it the mouth. So what I'm telling you right now this morning, what you've got to get is that there's a convergence, a marrying between what we see 2020 in our calendar and what we say. You see, they call it the decade of the mouth. They believe it's the decade of the mouth. In other words, what we say in this decade is hugely significant. This completely lines up with a lot of um, prophetic people around the, na- around the nations who have said we've entered the decade of evangelism. You've got to see it and you've got to say it. Now hidden inside the letter pay, it gets a little bit better because God's a little bit clever, cleverer, there's good English, than you and I. Inside the letter pay is another hidden letter called bait. It's what we catch our fish with, right? And we do, by the way. Evangelism is all about fishing. And that, letter bait is actually the number for two. So hidden in the mouth is the number two. Now what do you and I know about the number two and the significance of two when it comes to what we speak? Come on, you know it. When two or more agree on anything on earth, it shall be done by my Father in heaven. The power of agreement is in the number of two. 2 Corinthians 13, 1 says, in the mouths of two or three witnesses, every matter will be established. Matthew 18, 19, and again, truly I tell you that if two of you agree on earth about anything you pray for, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. 2 Corinthians 1, 20, come on, every promise is yes and Amen, in Christ. Come on, God's already said yes to that promise that's on your heart. Come on, that thing that you've been asking for, that thing that's your greatest desire. It's a yes, it's a yes, but it cannot be moved into motion until you amen it. The power of agreement. You know, when to agree with God's Word, it's really powerful because it turns it into a testimony. Come on, we know this word, a testimony. You know, a testimony wasn't created by Christians. A testimony is actually a term that's a legal word. And a testimony occurs when two or more people agree on something and it turns it into a testimony. And what it makes it is legally binding. So where two or more agree on something on earth, it becomes legally binding in the realm of the Spirit. We need to find our brothers and sisters who are going to totoku what we are wanting to have in our life manifest. The promises that we're holding on for, praying for, fasting for, desiring. We need to get with our prayer partners and say, will you agree with me, Jan? Gosh, this is on my heart. I'm up at night thinking about it. And I just, I need someone to stand with me in the power of brotherly and sisterly love and agree with it. Why? Because I need it to be put into motion in the realm of the Spirit. And that comes through the power of agreement. Joel twenty two twenty eight, 28. One of my favourite verses, it says, decree a thing and see it established. You see, this is the season where together we are stronger because of our agreement. But I need to tell you something about this. You see, this power of agreement, it works for the good, but it also has a flip side. You see, Satan is called the accuser of the brethren. And he is prowling like a roaring lion, looking to see who who he can agree with. So when we say and utter a negative word, you know, we we backstab our boss. We say something derogatory about our leader or our spouse. Not in this church. Not in this church. Or as a parent, we get frustrated with our child. And we say something flippant. Let me tell you something. Even ourselves, come on, someone here needs to know you need to stop your negative self-talk. You need to be your greatest encourager. Come on, David knew how to encourage himself in the Lord. You need to know how to encourage yourself in the Lord when you're the only person around yourself. And so when we utter a negative thing, the enemy prowls on, he's there, he's like, He pounces on it. He goes, I agree, amen, amen. Turn it into a testimony. Now it's legally binding. They are a failure. That person can't preach. That person. Satan wants to turn it into the power of a testimony also. He's the accuser of the brethren. So we need to be very aware and put a guard on these lips of ours. So today, let's talk about the power of words. I want to give you four quick keys, and then I want to get us starting to activate. Is that okay? Come on, can you give me a little bit of a, is that okay? Let's get a bit vocal. If we're talking about words today, come on, let's use our voice. Let's, let's, let's make hell shudder at the sound of our voice. Have we got any lions in the room? Come on. Have we got anyone who knows what it is to use the, water, the Word of God as a sword? Come on, because in the Word of God, we can see it before we say it. This is the first thing. Because you and I are daughters and sons of the King, we have the ability to see it in the realm of the Spirit before we say it, and then we see it. So we see it with the eyes of our spirit. We get a dream. We get a, a desire. We see it in the eyes of our sanctified imagination. God stirs us, and then we need to speak it out. We need someone to come and agree with us and we speak it out. We start to decree a thing and see it established. And as we do that in the natural realm, we see it established. See it, say it, see it. Come on, say it with me. See it, say it, see it. That's right. If you don't remember anything about today, you remember that. You know, even God seen it before He said it. It says in Genesis, it says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. You see, is there an area in your life that is formless and empty right now? Because there was, the world was formless and empty, but not to God. You see, it says that He said, let there be light. You see, He could see what it could be. Just like you and I, we need to be able to see what it could be. And we know the story. We live and breathe it. We are now the establishment of it. We walk in what he spoke. Someone spoke out about you before you were here in this room. Someone spoke out and declared your salvation. Now turn around and do it for someone else. Okay. The next thing, our words are a weapon. Our words are a weapon for we have the living word. It is sharper than a double-edged sword. It is uh, alive and active. And it penetrates between bone and marrow and even to the deepest intents and motives of the heart. Anyone want to come and be anointed right now? The power of the sword. This takes heads off, I think. Watermelons. Come on, our, our word. The Word of God, it's not just a word, it's alive and active. It pierces through stuff and reveals the intent and the motives that are hidden in our heart. We are called to use this every single day. We are called to advance with it. We've got the shield of faith for defence, but this we're advancing with it. We're decreeing with it. We're, we're taking our heads with it. We're taking out giants with it. We're creating destinies with it. Come on, we need to learn our Word. We ne- if you knew that you had a superpower inside your house, lying in a book called the Word of God, and with it, if you would only use it, you would create and shape destinies. If you knew this, wouldn't you become an astute wor- student of the Word? Wouldn't you make it your greatest priority? What are you doing today? You're, you're really, what, do you wanna, what are you hanging? You want to come and hang? Well, actually, I need to get into the Word first, and then I'm going to come and hang. Come on, we need to make it a priority in this season. What if we didn't have it anymore? Just saying. What if it became the dangerous book that was illegal? Just saying. Come on, we've got to start treating it like the treasure it is. The weapon it is. Because words create words worlds. Number three, our tongue has the power of life and death. Yes, it does. Like I was saying before, it creates destinies, but it can also create destruction. I believe there's probably not one person in this room who hasn't been affected by the negative and painful destructive words of someone careless and someone cruel. Come on, let's turn it around. I believe there's someone in this room who's probably hurt someone with their words. Hello? We've got to get real with that. And our words have power. And I was saying, um, this, we we're talking this morning, and I was saying to the service, the 8.30 service, that I grew up with a mother who was um, really, really grounded in the Word. And she was one of these people who was always about how you spoke. And so when I would kind of, you know, I was a negative sort of 16-year-old, and I'd say, oh, I can't do that. I'm, I'm a failure. I'll never make house captain. I, I won't make the netball team. I'm no good at speaking. She would jump on it, and she would say, I rebuke that in Jesus' name. I re- Renounce that, Jacinda. Renounce it in Jesus' name. Right, I declare the opposite over you. You are a champion. You're going to be a success. God has purposed you. You are more than able. I mean, it was intimidating. It was intense. wasn't It was annoying. I didn't feel uplifted, but I did learn the lesson that my words were powerful. And you know, you you see yourself and your mother when you get older. You you say it will never happen, but it happens. And my own children, they sit across the table, and I remember this time I was at the table, dinner table, when Aria, she's we call it, we shouldn't, but sometimes we go, oh, that's such an Aria. She had spilt something all over her white t-shirt, and I'm like, Aria, you're so clumsy. And then she's like, That's a curse. You just cursed me. You just cursed me. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. You're right. You're not clumsy. I renounce that in Jesus' name. But dropping tomato sauce on your T-shirt was clumsy. But you're not clumsy. Come on. Our words, they encourage people. They build up or they tear down. I'm such a big believer in our words. That's why when I named my children, I took so much time and prayer with, and Damien and I decided when we named them, we knew it was their name, because every time I believe you speak a name, you declare their prophetic destiny over their life. Even when it doesn't look like it, you're going to speak it because you're going to speak to what is possible, not what is presenting. So my son, Ezekiel, it means strength of the Lord. And there's been times in his life where I'm like, strength of the Lord. Ezekiel, strength of the Lord, dinner time. And then there's been other times where I've gone, Ezekiel, get up here now. Strength of the Lord, rise up. Come on. Every time I speak that out, there's so much in a name. How do we know that? Because Jesus cared a lot about names. He he even changed names to change destinies. So I, I name these kids knowing what is the prophetic destiny in their life? What is the prophetic word that I need to speak over them 50 times a day that when their teachers call them in class, they're gonna prophesy over them without knowing it? I always say, what does your kid's name mean? And sometimes I'm very disappointed. When God looked at Abraham, he saw him as he, who he would become. And he changed his name, didn't he? You see, Abraham means exalted father. Oh, that's quite a good name, but it wasn't good enough. It wasn't good enough for Abraham to fulfil his prophetic destiny. He needed a name change. And it was changed to Abraham, which means father of the multitudes. Come on, when when Jesus met Simon and he found out his name was Simon, he saw so much more in Simon than anyone else did. Simon meaning the reed that blows and sways, is unstable, goes with the flow. Well, that was never his destiny. Can I get the music team to come up and back me here? While I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna keep going, but I just want a bit of backing. Come on, Simon was called and renamed Peter. The exact opposite of what he was named at the time peter means rock peter means stable one unchanging i love it i love that we can speak life with our words that we can rename and call what is possible and what is the potential out in people and not look at who they are and see them from earth's perspective but look with eyes of an eagle and see the gold inside them come on you can change your life with your words you can be the one voice that pulls something out of the dust and turns it into gold names are so important words are so important Kiana, my daughter, daughter of the king, daughter of the king, daughter of the king. Aria, my eldest daughter, lioness of God, lioness of God. All oh, the world will hear your roar. Seth, anointed and appointed, anointed and appointed. Mum, what does my name mean? Anointed and appointed son. I have these songs that every child I had, I sang a song over them. It was a prophetic song and... um. I sang it over their crib, I sang it over them when they were toddlers, I sang it over them when they couldn't sleep I'd sing their song, every single one of them they know their song and in, in times when they're weary, not so much my 14 year old now, a bit cool for mum's song but, but definitely my, old, my 10 year old and my 12 year old and my 7 year old, they say mum sing me my songs and I sing their destiny over them, just like God sings your destiny over you The Bible tells us He sings over us as we sleep. He calls out who you are. Come on, is there a person in your life who's presenting one way? But God's saying, no. Speak to what is possible. The Bible tells Timothy, pick up your prophecies like weapons and use them against the enemy. Why? Because there was a word spoken over your life once upon a time. And it was speaking to your prophetic destiny, to who you are in God. Not what you're presenting today. Not the weak moments, but it's actually calling out the gold. And sometimes you've just got to pick up the word that was spoken over you as a youth, as a young person, as a beginning Christian. And you've got to use it with a weapon to slay the enemy's lies for he's trying to lie to us. He's trying to tell you who you're not. He's so afraid of you realising who you are. I just want to change gears a little bit. I want to talk about Amaru that 80% of people in the room don't know about. Amaru, well... We went and planted back there in 2010, Damien and I, and, um, and you know it was a place where there was a lot of negative speak about it. And I was praying up in the cape, which was a, a high place over a lookout point where you could see over the whole region. You know, the whole town, the coastline, beautiful, beautiful place. You should visit. And we found this rock, and you know we were amazed, amazed number one that we lived there most of our life and never seen the rock. Isn't that a prophetic story? And to that, this rock was actually there. And do you know, it contained a prophecy that was spoken in 1844 by a man called Dr. Edward Shortland. And you know, he stood in that same place that I often go to for my prayer time, often intercede there, often decree out, often prowl and believe for what's possible, not what's presentable, and speak out into the high realms and high places. He stood there in 1844 and with eyes like an eagle, seeing not what was presentable, but what was possible. And he began to speak this prophetic word and it was, it was written on this rock. It says, we may carry on the imagination to another century when this now desert country will be peopled. When the plains will be grazed on by numerous flocks of sheep and the streams now flowing idly through the remote valleys will be compelled to perform their share of labour and manufacturing of wool. Do you know that that prophetic word came to pass? Today, there's a settling and development of the land. There's people there where we're known for our farming. Firstly, our sheep. We've got a wool manufacturing company there. The, the valleys have produced from the mighty Waitaki. It's known. It actually probably powers your power. You're welcome. There has been a fulfilment of a remarkable prophecy that was spoken over a land that had no form in 1844 that we now walk in. Listen, we, when we went back, we we realised and we read that that's come to pass. That's no longer a prophetic word. So who's going to be the voice now to shape the future? Who's going to pick it up? With eyes like an eagle to see what is possible, not what is presentable. You see, there's a lot of negative words spoken over Amaru back in the day. You know, oh, that's just a, a town for like, you know, dropouts. It's, it's a retirement village. No one good comes from Amaru, you know. Oh, it's, it's a dead town. It's in decline. There was a lot of negative talk. I remember someone saying, oh, everyone who moves to Amaru gets depressed. Oh, the suicide rate's really high. I mean, words of death. So what we did is we, we went back there and we said, man, we're going sh- to shift and change the atmosphere with our words. So we started getting teams and, and you know, we, we, would, we would go to the high places and, and, and we'd be even just driving in our cars and we'd come together and we would be intentional about releasing the opposite spirit, the words of life and destiny over that region. We began to call businesses to come to pass and flourish. We called young families to come into this place. We called the best of the best to come into even our church and start to uh, release and build the, qu- the kingdom of God in that region. And you know what? 2010 when we moved was the first year that the population stopped, shifted from being in decline and moved to being an incline. And now... the I mean, the, the, the place that was a ghost town that I used to be dead to walk down as teen with my, by my teenage friends at midnight because it was, it was old Victorian buildings and it was freaky, is now flourishing with new entrepreneurial businesses, galleries, cafes, restaurants, homeware shops, design shops. It is a flourishing place. And the word and the language has started to change. There's laughter in the playgrounds of its children. Playgrounds have been built, you know, with vision. And I tell you what else, we call it the creative capital. We decree it out. The, it'll be the most creative and innovative place. And, and we've, got, um, we've got things built, there, structures that haven't been seen before. I want to challenge you today. Hamilton. You know, the region that you're in. Tuakau. Yeah? Tuakau. North Campus, I, I want to challenge you. What is God asking you to pick up with your words? Come on, who is He asking you to speak life over? What area of your life do you need to just go, that one thing, i just got to pick it up, or I've got to, I, firstly, I repent for the way I have been speaking, or even just the void of my voice. Come on, sometimes we think it and never say it, just as bad as the negative almost. And what do you want me to speak life into? And I believe Hamilton, probably we can relate a little bit to the, to the negative words in the past, but you guys are turning the tide. Come on, you guys are changing the atmosphere. I have been astounded at how beautiful this place is. I actually came here not knowing anything really about it. And I, I, I like, if I wasn't called to Amarut and possibly moved to <laughs> Hamilton, I might start praying about that. <laughs> It is a beautiful city. I'm going to call it my most favourite beautiful city now. It is a beautiful place. But you've got to, come on, there's other things that you've got to start speaking life over. What are they? What are they? So why don't, we, why don't we just start to stand and partner and co-labour with God with our words? Why don't we just start to decree out, now I don't want us to do this silently. If you don't know what to decree out, open your Bible and read a verse. Ask for that one verse. You know, everyone should have a favourite verse. If you don't have one yet, get one. And just use that one verse, say it every day and watch your world take shape. So why don't we speak life over it? If you're a person right now and you struggle to believe that you're worth anything, I want you to stand right now. Come on. Get up on your, off your seat. If you've struggled with self-talk, you've struggled with dark thoughts, you've struggled with um, self-esteem, just stand where you are because your world's about to change. Your world's about to change right now. Now, I want every person who's not standing, we're gonna shift the atmosphere. If you're close to them, you. I want you to reach out to them, lay hands on them. I want you to decree out life over that person. Now, before we do this, what we do, and you need to learn how to do this in your own life, we break the power of negative words. And we do that very simply by saying, right now, in Jesus' Name, come on, let's say it together. Right now, in Jesus' Name, I break any words spoken over my brother or sister. We decree them null and void and cancelled under the blood, the blood of Jesus and in the authority vested in me, vested in me. We, decree l- l- we decree you have life. Now, I want you to start to speak out words that God gives you, start to speak words of life over them. Come on, like my mum did to me once when I was down and out. Come on, start to be words, start to shape. And change the atmosphere. We cancel those words right now. We start, even start to push it off their shoulders and about do a symbolic act, start to just pull arrows out of the back because often words are like fiery darts from the enemy. And we often prophetically, we just sometimes just pull them out, just an act of faith, canceling the words that were spoken as a child by the father, by the mother, by those schoolmates who just they, you know, the, the stuff that happens in the playground sometimes is hurtful. We just cancel it in Jesus' name and we begin to decree out destinies. We believe in You. We say You're a daughter. You're a son of the King of the Most High, that You are more than conquerors. Greater is He who is in you than he who is in the world. For when the enemy comes against you in one way, in one direction, the Lord will rise up on your behalf and cause him to flee before your face in seven directions. Come on, this is the Word of God. We trample upon serpents and scorpions and all over the power of the enemy. And nothing by any means will harm me in Jesus' Name. Come on, decree the Word of God. There's power lifted in the room. There's faith. Remit. Darkness has got to flee when we use the sword. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, God. Amen. Yes. All right, now, I believe we've got to start decreeing now. For Hamilton, for our regions, for Tuakau. We've got to start decreeing life. Come on, we're the ones who pierce the darkness. It's not your neighbour, it's you. If you don't, then who? Pick up your sword and wield it. Do you want to lead this? I think you need to lead it. Yeah, as the senior pastor of the house, you've got a real authority in this area and I believe you've got to lead your army. All
0: right. come on on your feet. I want to do this particularly for the campus that God's asked us to establish. And if you're at North or you're at Tuco this morning, I don't want you to think this is a Ruakura thing because this is something that God's called of us that will be relocatable and scalable for anywhere anywhere. Hamilton's just the prototype. The prototype. And so, as you know, if you've listened to my video, whatever I sent, we've got a um, uh, we've got a few blocks in the road. We've got a sales and purchase agreement on this place, another property that we own. And there's a few blocks that you know need to be moved so that we can secure the deal. So I would like us to decree by faith. Actually, what I want you to see, because see it, say it, see it. I would like you to see me shaking the purchaser's hand at the conclusion of the deal. Okay, that's what I want you to picture because that means that God's moved the obstacles. I'm shaking his hand and then we're stepping our next step into the into destiny. Let's decree that God will finish what he started, that he will establish what he's asked us to partner with him and that we'll see that come to pass in the next very, very short period of time. Great, right where you are, speak it out. Come on, let's do it. See that, shaking. I'm shaking the, the guy's hand in Jesus' Name. Father, I thank You. I thank You for life and life abundantly. Thank You for life and life abundantly for our city. In Jesus' Name. I thank You that You have called us to establish by faith, a community of faith, the place of hope for the people of Hamilton. And I declare that coming about in Jesus' Name. I call it in, in Jesus' Name. Father, that You would remove every obstacle, that there's no obstacle that's not are available for you to remove, and you would make the pathway smooth and clear that we can step into there together by faith in Jesus' name. That you would provide everything that's required for us to achieve what you're calling us to achieve. That would not only bless Hamilton, but the cities of our country and maybe even the nations of the world, Jesus. We call it in, in Jesus' name. We call it in, in Jesus' Name. Why don't you just change your language a little bit now over, to, over the city. A place of blessing. Lots of bad things have been said over Hamilton. that You're very quiet. Speak it now. come on. Decree, what do you see for Hamilton? A place of blessing, a place where people flourish, a place where families flourish, a place of prosperity, a place where businesses fly, a place of creativity, a place where people are healthy, a place where families grow and flourish and establish a place where people come to be educated a place where is revered by our nation speak that out Lord we declare it in Jesus name in Jesus name we call that to be the name of Jesus can, can I make an observation I, I thank you for joining me in that can, can I make an observation See you. There's a lot of people not moving their mouths. North to a coat, probably the same. A lot of people. It's really hard to declare the favour of God if you don't move your mouth. It's really hard to speak the truth of God if you don't move your lips. And if you don't exhale. Serious. You can wish, you can wish the, the principle that Jacinda's just unpacked for us is the Word, spoken, spoken, declared. You know, it's like the, I say quite often, you've heard me, the promises of God aren't a wink and a nod. A yes and an amen. Yes and amen. Come on, let's declare the favour of God over our city, but speak it out. It's not whether you're an extrovert or an introvert, just speak it out, it's faith. Come on, right where you are. Start to speak out what you see for our city, for our region in Jesus' Name. Find your voice. Find your voice this morning. Come on. Find your voice in Jesus' Name. You declare it to me. This is a prosperous region. Father, I declare that this region is easy for people to find you. That this is an easy region for people to come into relationship with you. This is an easy region for people to grow in their faith and be radical in their discipleship and declare it by faith in Jesus' name. I thank you that you're moving in our regions. I thank you that you've got a plan for our regions to be the head and not the tail. I thank you that you're interested in us, that you want us to flourish, that you've got a future which is amazing for this region in Jesus name I thank you God I thank you Jesus that your word is powerful your word is powerful I wonder how many things that we've wanted to come to pass haven't simply because we haven't said it are you still preaching or am I on now? (laughs) I do, I really wonder how many things God's had in store and they've not come to pass not, it's, it's never on God's side of the equation it's always on ours but I wonder how many things in, in your life, let's make it really personal in your life have not come to pass because you've never declared it how many of the promises of God are just sitting there and God's saying, come on, please just say it come on Sheridan, just say it say it Sheridan, give it life Say it. Say it, Jan. Jan does. Jan's the word police in our our house, like your mum. (laughs) Uncomfortable some days, really is. I declare God's blessing over you. I do. I declare God's blessing on you. I, I declare that this word takes root our hearts that we get this today that it's not you know, this—not a sermon, that is a prophetic utterance yes, yes. North Campus it's a prophetic utterance you guys are positioned to change the whole northern part of Hamilton City Tuaco. Yes. I really hope you heard this because you get down on yourselves and God would say that you're head and not the tail yeah. you're the head and you're not the tail You need to hear that. That's a prophetic declaration over you today. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Wow. How many of us are there in this building this morning? We just need to say yes to Jesus. You've never come into a relationship with him. I know you're in church. You know, that just means you're in church. How many of us need to say, yes, Jesus, I want to walk with you. I want to walk with this God that declares stuff, this God that calls out my future, this God that called the planets into being, this this world into being, the God that called me into being, the God that has a plan and a purpose for my life, the God that has a future for me, not only in this world, but for all eternity. How many of us need to step into relationship with Him? today maybe you've said to Jesus and at whatever point you've backed out well how about today being the day where you step back up again and say Jesus I've dropped the ball but here I am again can we go again please because his answer is yes I've been waiting my daughter my son I've been waiting for you he's even calling someone saying this is your moment this is your moment North Campus, how many of you need to say yes to Jesus this morning? You might be sitting in church. It doesn't make you a disciple of Christ. You're sitting in church. You need to say yes to Jesus. co. how many of you need to say yes to Jesus today? I'm going to ask you to hold your hand up wherever you are at home. There's nothing in holding your hand up. God knows your heart. He knows what you're doing. But we want to go Yeah! Fantastic, And we want to declare and decree some good stuff over your life. When I ask in just a moment, I want you to lift your hand up really quick. And bold. Say, Jesus, I choose you. He is the one that went to the cross. He was hung on a cross. He died on the cross. The Father raised him from the grave three days later. That Can't unpack it all now but in all of that He repaired everything that was broken and now He says to us you put your faith in me we walk together from here into eternity and He is the only way the only way God's going to be really stirring some of you will be feeling quite uncomfortable right now and that's simply the Holy Spirit stirring you saying come on you need to you need to say yes to me today. Like I said, first time. Maybe it's not the first time. Maybe you just need to get on track again. You know, it was the scariest thing when I was away from God and when I came back, it was the scariest thing to say yes to Jesus. Not not because I didn't trust Jesus. It was because I didn't trust myself. I just simply thought, well, I've said yes before. What's You know, what's going to be different this time? I know myself well enough to know that I'm stubborn. That some days, I'm not cursing myself here either. It's just an observation. (laughs) I'm stubborn sometimes. Sometimes I'm just not that clever. What's going to hold me, Lord? Is it going to? And I just had to come to that point where I had to say, well, it's not about me, Jesus. I'm just giving it all to you and we'll go from there. Some of you are right there this morning. And you need to say, this is, just, this is all about you, Jesus. Today I'm just going to say yes. We'll work it out from there. We'll work it out from there. But he doesn't just want your head. He wants all of you. Can you bow your heads just for a moment? Wherever you are, home, north, to a co? just a moment I'm going to ask you lift your hand I want you to be really bold if you know you need to say yes to Jesus fantastic I can see your hand already if you know you need to say yes to Jesus today first time you're coming back getting things in order how about lifting your hand right now please thank you I've seen at least two people so far three four come on come on five make sure someone campus come on lift your hands just make sure I see your hand I've seen five people six people come on is there anyone out I don't want to miss anyone this morning this is a this is a divine moment thank you I've seen seven people give me a wave only told that story, I haven't remembered that story for ages, there's some people in the room who are scared, it's not about the nature of God, it's about the nature of yourself you need to respond to Jesus today, come on, that was him speaking to you that was him encouraging you come on, there's a couple more give me wave, thank you I've seen eight people come on, you're worth waiting for, but don't make us wait too long i say have seen eight people give me a wave i seen nine people give me a wave fantastic you know the scripture says when one person gets their life right with God the angels celebrate nine people here I don't know about Tuakau I'm believing for Tuakau I'm believing for North Campus yeah, come on let's give Jesus a big praise Fantastic. Brilliant. Brilliant Fantastic Hey, can we pray together today? And um, I'd like us all to pray, actually. The Bible says by the confession of our mouth, we are saved. So what we say, isn't that interesting? By the confession of our mouth, the words we speak, when we confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, we're saved When we say we're saved, it means we come into relationship with Jesus. He reestablishes us, sons and daughters of God, and He puts us into the right side of eternity, by the confession of our mouth. and we believe in our hearts that God raised the Father, raised Jesus from the grave. by the confession of our mouth. So let's pray together, eh? Actually, why don't we all everyone can repeat after me. Repeat after me. Jesus, today we confess that You are the Son of God. That You died on a cross for me. That the Father raised You from the grave for me. And today we say thank You so much. Thank You for cleaning us, cleansing us of all our wrongdoings re-establishing us as sons and daughters of Yourself and now walking with us into all eternity. Thank You, Jesus. Thank You, Jesus. Thank You, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Isn't that great? Have we got another hand. Wonderful. Brilliant. Brilliant. Can we give Pastor Jacinda a big hand too, please? Thank you so much.
4: Awesome. Um, listen, I'm just standing at the side there and um, I was talking to Jan. Well, Jane reminded me of something I really felt to do this morning. Um, what if we grabbed someone and we agreed with what was on their heart before we left? Or what if that person needs words spoken out over them? Walking out that door today, destiny's gonna be changed. And things are gonna become legally binding in the realm of the Spirit. So, you know, we come to church and this is a powerhouse. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to put my teacher's hat on now. We're going to gather with three, possibly four people around us that we're comfortable with. And we're going to begin to, we're going to open our mouth. Let's everyone open wide right now. Just practice because it's going to happen. Everyone make a noise. Go, oh, oh, that was ugly. Okay, let's not do that. Um and we're going, to, we're going to actually say, will you, will you agree with me? This is on my heart. I want to believe for my son's salvation. Come on, can we agree as a company, a two, three or four people, and we're just going gonna to pray. And then it's going to go round and person two is going to say, I'm believing for a business. Okay, come on, let's decree it out. Come on, can we, uh, can we do that? The Fellowship of Believers here. Can we start to shape worlds with our words this morning before we walk out the door and have another day at church? Come on, come on, let's gather here. This is for you guys as well, watching online and streaming. Gather, start to gather. So I'm gonna give you one minute to find your little group. Go. You can move out of your seat. Sometimes you've got to stand and find some space. You can just move around so that you're facing each other, not in a line because it's better to communicate face to face. Now, you guys, what what we're gonna do is, you guys are gonna cover them, so I want you guys to Okay, here we go. You need to be able to start to speak to each other, start to decree out, start to share on the
0: Please give Pastor Jacinda a hand because that's a great Woo! prophetic word to the church. Hey, um, we're going to finish in just a moment. I want to do a couple of things as we finish, and uh, to a co north, you're part of this. Uh, we're going to receive an offering, and we're going to receive an offering to honor Jacinda. Um, Pastor Jacinda's been with us all weekend. She's got four kids at home. And it's really, you know, I believe strongly that we need to honour the person of God that God sent to us to, because something's shifted this morning. Something's shifted. And so we're going to um, receive an offering. If you could prepare yourselves, that'd be good. If you're not prepared, just the foyers, says FPOS, and, um, or do push pay. Just write Jacinda on it and we'll make sure it gets to her. That would be fantastic. So that would be wonderful hey if you're in the city tonight at 6pm we're going to be here actually even o'clock. it's only what it's an hour the max uh, you could jump in a van and come and join us that would be awesome yeah be amazing we're going to have a good night it's going to be like the end of the beginning is that yeah that's right eh? the end of the beginning it's going to be really good it's going to be great we're going to have a fantastic time So I really encourage you to be here. It's going to be awesome. Hey, I declare God's blessing over you. Thanks, guys, for joining us online. As you come and as you go, I declare that you will be a blessing in the areas of influence that God's placed you in. That you would be culture shapers wherever God's got you. That the Word of God would come off your lips easily and with love and that you would see the environments that He's placed you change and you'd see people's gaze start to become heaven bound toward the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords so Father I ask as we go into this week that wherever we are whenever we're there you'd help us be like Jesus and Lord if we do muck it up give us the courage to get up and go again really fast not to wallow but just to get up and go and to be great ambassadors of the King, I pray. In Jesus' Name, we give You thanks. Amen. Amen. Guys, thanks for joining us online. Tuako, North Campus, thanks for being with us this morning. Have a great afternoon. See you tonight, 6pm. Fantastic. How about we go out with Victory? Is that right? Hey, if you haven't got it yet off Spotify and all that, do it. Great. Oh, the news. I forgot to show the news twice. Can we show the news now? That would be really good then you'll know what's happening. Take special note of the prayer gathering next Sunday night. Hey
5: everyone, welcome to Activate Church. Yeah, and also a big welcome if you're new or watching from Rua North or Tuakau campus. It's so good to have you with us. On the 21st of March at 7pm, we have Pray Waikato happening, and it's going to be a great time. I encourage you to come. It's happening at Hamilton Boys High School, and this is an excellent opportunity to unite as the church and to pray and uplift our nation, our region, Waikato, in prayer. I hope that you can be there. If you want more information, go to the Facebook page and search Pray Waikato. We had an an amazing time at conference, and one of the highlights was that Activate Music released their latest single, Victory. You can find this on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you'll find your music. Why don't you download it and give it a listen? It's not long to Easter now, and did you know that Easter and Christmas are the times that people are most likely to accept an invitation to church? And so, I encourage you, why don't you start praying and thinking of some friends and family who you can invite to one of the Easter gatherings on a Friday or Sunday at Activate Church? Well, that's all the notices that we have. Yeah, I pray that you will experience God's love today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Bless you.
0: There's one more because I've just read off my game um, if you said yes to Jesus if you gave us a wave can you please stop at the table down the back there's a team down there got bags with some information we want to really help you establish your relationship with Jesus well going forward just make sure they'll they'll give you any help you need down there so um, and do that and again well done good on you thank you team
1: let's stand together celebrate let's celebrate the victory Woo! are calling me
2: into your open arms God I choose to walk with you with all my heart for oh, the trials may come let your will be done you've already won so with everything my heart will sing that you are king Here you are come, that your will be done, you've already won. So with everything, my heart will sing that you are King. Your will be done, you've already won. So, with everything, my heart will sing that you are king. Although oh, trials may come, let your will be done, you've already won. So, with everything, my heart will sing that you are king.
1: Afternoon and we'll see you at 6 p.m. Bless you.
6: Good God, it's holding me down. It's in the midst of my trials. I got a smile on my face. It's God is in his place, and I'm not tripping away. I know that life moves so fast. So my eyes are. Gotta lego go, gotta a lego no you gotta a lego gotta a Lego, no you gotta a lego gotta a lego and let God take control Intro. You're login.
7: In my chest. There's not a question. You are the way to make it rest. You could take up the way you can do such a thing. Nothing in the world could contest. There's a depression. Yeah. But you are greater than the mess. You make the broken something better than it was. You take a bath What it becomes So here is my heart It is barely beating You are the one that I know is needing You have spoken Nothing's beyond broken When I'm wrestling With a failure in my life Remember the lesson You turn the water in. Why? You could take death away Who can do such a thing This is what it means to be blessed It is your message yeah. This is your design You make the broken It's something Better than it was You take a bad thing And add change and watch what it becomes So here is my heart It is Take the darkest of skies and you make a starry night, turning the sinners to saints. When I see the valley of death, I will remember you said, keep my eyes.
8: Staying, uh, and I'm not playing.
9: of if we
10: you see me? See him through God's eyes, yeah. I know you are probably seen God's eyes. If you can see him through God's eyes.